Hey friend, welcome to the podcast. I am Melissa Matheson and it's Wednesday and that means the camels are coming. Our Wednesday episodes are inspired by a story in the Bible in Genesis 24 when Isaac sees his future wife riding over the hill on a camel coming to meet him. The camels had brought him a wife. Appropriately enough, our Wednesday conversations are with some of my married friends about how they met, dated, and proposed. Today we're talking with newlyweds Cole and Anna, who are in the middle of yet another life transition. So go grab your coffee or your Earl Grey tea and join us at the table. We're talking about low-key dating, a text message after their first date that made Cole throw his phone across the room, and the meaning of home. Today on What's Next, God. We usually start these out talking about coffee because we all like coffee, but you're not drinking coffee, Anna. I could pretend. You could pretend. What are you drinking? Uh, Earl Grey tea. Earl Grey tea. London Fog. London Fog. And do you put sugar? Oh, yeah. A lot? No, not a lot. So um, it's steamed milk and then water and Earl Grey, and I do a tablespoon of like sugar in the raw. Do you just not do coffee? Yeah, it's too bitter. It's really bitter, and it's uh, really strong. You don't understand? <laughs> so, Cole, you do drink coffee? Every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. What kind of coffee? Um, right now, I'm drinking coffee from Black and White Coffee Roasters. Where is that? That is located, that's out of Wake Forest, um, I'm pretty sure. So, that's like a college. I'm not exactly sure where that's Did at. Did you find them online? Actually... Some of my friends lost and found coffee in Tupelo. Oh, I've heard of them. They incredible. So they introduced me to them. Top three coffee shops I've ever been to. Top three pour overs I've ever had. So I was like, give me that coffee. I'm going to be making it at home now. And they were like, all right, we'll sell it to you. And so, okay, so lost and found mm-hmm. coffee company in Tupelo, Mississippi mm-hmm. is in one of your top three. Yes. Where's mm-hmm. your others? Vista Coffee Roasters in Vegas. Okay. Um, and then it's a, uh, it's pretty. What, there's one in Birmingham called Innova. It's hard to find because it's in a, it's in like an apartment complex. So <laughs> it, yeah, that doesn't sound sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> a nice apartment complex. Yeah, it's very uh, nice. Yeah. But it's like, I'm like Innova, where's that? And, I went and tried it, and I was like, this is dang good. So (laughs) So, you like pour over. mm -hmm. Do you do pour over at home, or Mm -hmm. only when you go to shops, you do pour over at home? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow, you're a real coffee guy. Yeah, Yeah. I I love it. So. Do you drink creamer in it? Mm -hmm. No. Just straight black. Just straight black coffee. Mm -hmm. Look at you. Because I I like the taste of, you know, all the flavor profiles and stuff, so. So what roast right now are you, is it like a medium roast that you're doing with black and white? Right now, it's a light roast. Okay. And it's called, um, I think it's called, it's something to do with honey. Okay. And so, I can't remember the the first. I don't remember what it is. But it's, it's like a, they ran like a... It's like a time of year where they can only get this certain coffee this time of year. So they sell, sell it this time of year. And I was like, well, I got to have it. Like, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. only time of year <laughs> yeah. I can get it. Yeah, I got to have it now. So, Well, I like you. Mm-hmm. I like <laughs> your taste in coffee. Yes. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers for that. 
Do you do any type of espresso? I so I've been spoiled by um, Lost and Found, and they they have you know the best espresso that I've ever had because they're very precise in measurement and precise in the time it runs, and so I've only had their espresso and been able to have like flavor profiles with it rather than it just being like a straight shot of, of caffeine wake, wake you up yeah you know? well if anybody from lost and found in tupelo mississippi is listening i think you need to uh let cold burn yeah. <laughs> right right, right. <laughs> yeah yeah y'all need to hook him up right, right yes 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 so wednesday episodes are about the camels are coming okay. do y'all know about the camels coming yeah. anna you do i do I you do. know about that i'm aware <laughs> so in genesis 24 the story of Isaac and Rebecca, Isaac meditating in the field. His father's servant goes and finds him a wife, mm-hmm. brings her home. They get married, live happily ever after. And so our Wednesday episodes, we get to talk to some of our favorite married people about how they met, dated, <laughs> and proposed. So I'm really excited to hear the story because I honestly don't know this story. Yes. How do I not know this story? I have story? no idea. So, Anna, you and I go way back. We do, yeah. How long have we known each other? Oh, gosh. 2012? Maybe, yeah. That's when I really started getting connected here. Here in Northwest Alabama? Yeah. Yeah. And where did you grow up? So, I grew up in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Okay. That's where I went to high school. Um, And I graduated in 2011. Okay. And then I went to college um, at Alabama. In Tuscaloosa. And um, me and my friend would come up to Hamilton on the weekends and got really connected at the ranch. And then you moved here. Yeah, and then moved here after graduation. Yeah. So you moved here right after high school. So I met you when you were just a baby. Yeah. Right? Out well, of high school. Well, I moved to Tuscaloosa right out of high school. Oh, but you were but coming up here. But I remember meeting you yeah, yeah, yeah. before you were living here. Yeah, so I was and then you young. Moved. 19, maybe. Are you guys the same age? We're not. Mm. We're not. Mm. So, Cole, you're a little older. Mm. You're a little younger. <laughs> so where were you, Cole, when she was in high school? Were you in middle school or elementary uh, school? <laughs> so when she, gra- when she graduated, I was... Elementary school. When she, when she well, graduated, I how young. I was, I was a freshman in high school when she graduated. So. Okay, so just a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three years. Where did you grow up? Uh, so I originally grew up in Gatman, Mississippi. I moved with my dad when I was 12 to the thriving metropolis of Bear Creek, Alabama. (laughs) And so that, that's where I went to high school. That's where I was kind of raised. So yeah, y'all go try to find Bear Creek, Alabama on a map. If you're listening, good luck. Right. A lot of zooming in. A lot of zooming in to get to that one. Okay. So I don't know how you met. Uh-huh. But I do remember here. Let me tell how I met Cole. This is this is my the first time I remember meeting Cole. Okay, <laughs> I am in Pensacola, Florida. Oh yeah, and I am at an event, and I see a black Altima with a Alabama car tag with yeah. a forty nine, which is our county, Marion County, right in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Not mine, but this one right. exactly like mine, and I was like. Okay, I'm in Pensacola, Florida. There's somebody here from Hamilton, Alabama. 
who are they and why are they here and why are they driving yeah. the exact <laughs> same car? Right. It's like a random, it's a 2005 yeah. Nissan Altima. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 How did that happen? Random. So I go inside and I'm looking around. I'm like, hey, anybody here from Hamilton, <laughs> Alabama I need mm-hmm. to meet this person? And it was Cole. Yeah. Wow. And my name before I got married was Cole. Mm-hmm. Look at yeah, us. Look at like I did not know that was how y'all met. That is crazy. That's the first time I remember meeting Cole. Now, Cole, how did you get to Northwest Alabama? Okay, you were Bear Creek mm-hmm. with your dad. How you when you were twelve? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've been here for a while. Yeah, I've been here for you know since I was since I was twelve. So, so you two met through some mutual friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which are are we naming names? Alex. Are we happy? We are we happy with them? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so yeah. kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Why? It was a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> So how did you meet Alex? Oh, um, so I met, we, we actually just talked about this on my podcast. I met, so we met technically at Tollgate. Which is a restaurant. Which is a restaurant here in Hamilton. Hamilton. Then we met at Anytime Fitness and had a conversation. And then we met playing basketball and had a conversation and the rest is history. And then y'all became <laughs> friends. Best friends. Yeah. And Alex is now pastoring a church, Overflow Church yeah. in Tennessee, mm-hmm. isn't he? Yes. So, and you were introduced. Yeah. So we probably, I don't remember when we actually first met. Was it, um, no, not, not was it. It was when I was going to team meetings for the India mission trip at Chelsea. That's, That's right. why you mm-hmm. went to India right. with that group. Mm-hmm. So my roommate, Chelsea Dowda, shout out Chelsea. Hey, Chelsea. Love you, girl. Love you in Manchester, England. <laughs> yes. Um, she was going to India on a mission trip. And they had, I think, three girls or four girls that were going. I think it was just Cole and three yeah, girls and so wanted, on that trip. Yeah, they right. wanted a guy to go with them for obvious reasons. Safety reasons. Yeah. And so Cole is the one that got uh, volunteered <laughs> to go on to the India trip. Pastor Jacob. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor Jacob. Right. So uh, he would come over to our apartments for like the meetings. And I, I remember this. I would walk through the living room and be like, hey, y'all. Like I knew everyone but him. And Chelsea was like, this is Cole. And Chelsea would talk about Cole like in the meetings <laughs> and like we had no idea. There was no interest. There was nothing. 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 Yeah. You didn't see her call walking through the living room and go, "Who is that girl?" No. <laughs> no, no. I was yeah. just like, "I'm just here for a meeting." <laughs> you know. He was not on the prowl. Yeah. So when <laughs> when did this ha- when did it change? Man. Um, I guess it would have been in 2017. Yeah. Chelsea and Anna were roommates on Lovers Lane in Hamilton. Which, by the way, I've mentioned Lovers Lane before, but we love Lovers it Lane. It's iconic. <laughs> it is. Hamilton. It's one of our favorite places in Hamilton. Yeah. And so there would be like tons of people over there a lot because they had a huge house. And so I would always get invited. So I would yeah. go over there. So yeah. just started hanging out at the house. Mm-hmm. Now, so when was the India trip that you went on? India was in. May of 2016. Okay, so a whole year later. Yeah. Y'all weren't friends or anything, no. just kind of knew of each yeah, other. Yeah, like if, if we had group uh, parties and all our friends were together, we were always in the same group. But nothing ever, I mean, we never no. connected, we never <laughs> talked really. There was no, I mean, we weren't interested or really looking, I don't think. Yeah. 
Um, and then when we lived in Lover's Lane, he would come over and hang out. And then we got to know each other and got to be friends on like Snapchat and Instagram and stuff. So we would follow each other. And then I think vividly I remember is um, we would Snapchat. You know, you'd Snapchat at everybody at that point. Right. It wasn't like a right. sketchy mm-hmm. app. <laughs> like it is now. Like right. it is now. Like I don't let my children use it. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't that. Or for me it wasn't. Right. So we would Snapchat and I think one time I had gotten lemon pie and Cole loves lemon pie and he was like, oh my gosh, I want them. And I was like, come over, like I have plenty. And so he came over and ate lemon pie and I feel like that was the first time I was like, okay, okay. like we have our own friendship now. We have our own relationship building now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then um, after that, it really still, there was no like, we really didn't engage in like a like relationship. Like, hey, I like dating. you. No, kind of yeah, thing. yeah. And then so um, after my dad had surgery in Florence, and she was uh, up there. Yeah, so my family's up there. Mm-hmm. Okay, in Florence, area. Alabama. Yeah, and I was mm-hmm. up there. And we got we had we went to Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Um, right after my dad had surgery, because I remember I had to be up like super early in the morning. Mm-hmm. And she was up there. And then so it was actually on a Sunday. Yep. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Went to we, Starbucks. Yeah, we went to Starbucks. Magic <laughs> over coffee. Yes. Mm-hmm. Naturally. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we actually went to like the Church of the Highlands campus up there. It was like a new campus. So we went and checked it out and just kind of like hung out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time we were like, okay, mm-hmm. okay. this could be something. Yep. So it was kind of mutual. You mm-hmm. both happened both yeah. at the same time for right. you guys. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Where did we go from here? Did you like ask her on an official date after yeah. that? Uh, so when was that? That would have been, um, I want to say it was like, when did you go on the cruise? July 4th. July 4th. So it would have been like, I think pretty sure it's July 13th. Yeah. Um, 2018. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we had our first date when I got back from the cruise because mm-hmm. we had planned that because we were talking before mm-hmm. and kind of hanging out. And he was like, Well, when you get back, we can go and have dinner at City Hardware, yep. I think, in mm-hmm. Florence, Alabama. Okay. And so we went to City Hardware. And, and we knew it was a date. This was a date, yeah. date, like an official like, first yes, date. Like, hey, I like you. We're going to go and have dinner and see where this could go. Right. Were you nervous, Anna? No. Like, I wasn't at all. I think it was the first time I really felt comfortable around someone. and Like, I could be fully myself. I didn't have to, like, reserve anything or, like, hold back or watch what I said. Why do you think that was? I don't know. I think because Cole was like that. He's just kind of, like, he's just himself. Uh, He... He doesn't really have a filter, but not in a bad way. Just like right. he just says what's on his mind, and it just kind of frees up, I think, people that are around you. So it kind of eased the mood, I think, because okay. he wasn't real serious. Pause. What's your Enneagram? Are y'all familiar with the Enneagram? Okay. <laughs> Anna is <Hi>. seven. <laughs> Do you <laughs> like this? <laughs> I know they can't see that on the podcast, yeah. but she made this really big face and right. held up her Threw up a number and seven. Threw up a number <laughs> Seven. She is seven, all the way seven. What's your wing? Do you know your wing? Eight. Your wing eight. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I'm a I'm a hard five. You <laughs> hard five. Yeah. My Dave is a hard five. <laughs> hard five. And then I'm gonna guess your wing wing six. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. That explains a lot in your personalities now that I'm yeah talking with you a little bit. Yeah. So Okay, unpause. So how did that first date go? Went well? Great, yeah. yeah. It was yeah, great. really good. And that was it. Did you like know that hey this could be it. Was it one of those moments that some people say they have on a date like that? Or is it a, well, that was fun. Let's just see what happens. No, I think for me, I was like, this could go, like, this could go somewhere. Uh, this feels very right. This feels very comfortable. For me, I think that was always the thing. Like, so I was, feel like I can fully be myself. It was different than oh yeah other dates you've been on. Yeah, it was for different sure. for you. For sure. What about you? Oh yeah, Cole? I remember. Um, I remember leaving that date, and uh, <laughs> I called Keenan, who's my best friend, and um, he didn't answer. So, so I sent him this long. I sent him this text message really quick, and uh, I remember like going in the go, going in the house out at Weston, and he was like, he was like, y'all are gonna get married, aren't you? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I mean, it could happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, had you dated before? Or yeah, you uh-huh. had. Some, it just hadn't been it was a, different for mm, you. It just was like you know. Well, I say I dated. I had been on. I had been on dates, but like consistently dated anyone? No. Yeah. Because the dates, like she said, did not feel Didn't like that. Work out. And I was just like, this is a waste of time. So yeah. I'm not gonna waste my time, you know. And then it was like that one wasn't a waste of time, which I can so appreciate because I think if you go on a date and it's just not there, it's okay. To just yeah. be honest and right. instead sure. of trying to either make something happen, even if it's like a really great person, I think sometimes there's that danger of trying to make something happen because, mm-hmm. because they're, a great they're so great mm-hmm. or they're in your friend group or yeah. because that I think is hard for the community. We're a close community oh, yeah. here of people, our single people even <laughs> here and yeah. If there's something that doesn't work out, it affects a friend group. It really it? does, and so it really does. You do kind of um, tread cautiously, you do, yeah. Here before you get into that relationship. How long did you guys date before you proposed? We started dating. We in, started dating in July, January. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, you knew. Mm-hmm. January, yeah. yeah. You knew. I mean, yeah. yeah, it was right, and I think we just kind of both agreed and. I was older. I was what, twenty four. Twenty four. So I was like, I'm. You're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. He acts like he's thirty. So <laughs> he, he does. Was ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, it just worked. Yeah. We yeah. Cole's twenty one, going on fifty one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get that a lot. That's one, so I'll say this one great thing that uh, happened after that first date was Cole sent me a text just being very clear about his intentions. He was like, hey, like, I really like you. I think this could really go somewhere, and I wanted to be up front with you about where I'm at. Because, you know, you leave a date, and you're like, huh, how did they <laughs> how feel? Did, that did they go? have fun? Did they, did they think I'm weird? <laughs> and just the intentionality. I remember going home and telling Chelsea that. I was like, that meant so much that he just was up front, didn't leave me, like, waiting on 
You know, like the three day rule. I don't. Talk oh, to so him you for sent that days. text that night? Yeah, oh, like yeah. on the way home. Oh, good yeah, job. So, yeah. yeah, it was awesome. That was a. And that didn't scare you off or anything, Anna. You, no, I think you it, loved that. Yeah, I think it really like settled in me. Okay, he likes me, and I like him. Uh, there's clarity about what we're doing. We're not just hanging out. We're not just like we're dating. We like each other, and we're pursuing something. Yes, it was very intentional. Yeah, yeah. My day was very intentional. And that's helpful. I'm not a seven, though. But it for people, for women, mm-hmm. when a man is very intentional, it helps. It really It helps. brings clarity. Yeah, because women need security. That's, that's what we need. So when someone is very intentional and upfront, it brings security in the relationship, I think. How was your friend group with all of this when they, did they see it coming or were they all surprised? Because I was surprised. Yeah, was, a lot of people were. I was surprised. We kept I, it like way down low. But I, there, you were not two people that I would have said, oh yeah, Cole and mm-hmm. Anna, they'd be great together. Yeah. I just never put yeah. you two together in right. my brain. Right. I don't know why. I right. just didn't. I think um, all of my friend group, they were very like, you are crazy if you don't try to do this. <laughs> like, because she's so great. Right, right. And so yeah. all of my friend group, all of my friends were extremely happy and extremely like, go for it, you know. And so, no, like, this is kind of scary in a way. Like, all of my, most of my friends are like, yeah, like, just go for it. Like, you, you know, don't don't think about it. Just do it. You know, and I'm like, no. <laughs> no you're on the Enneagram. I gotta think about this. Yeah, yeah. So I just remember having it's like like you said, like the community here is very close and it's like hearing everybody's I guess you could say like blessing was like Yeah. I was like, All right, like these people are full of spirit, they love God, and they see that this is good. Yes. So it was like, you know, go for it. <laughs> was there anybody that said uh uh-uh, put on the brakes? No. No? Not, literally not a single person. No, I don't remember it. Anna, what did all the girlfriends say? I'll <laughs> say Chelsea was shocked a little bit. She was like, you mean Cole Burks? Like, like the one I went to Burks. India with? <laughs> I was like, yeah, Cole Burks. Um, everyone else, though, was like, yeah, Cole's great. Yeah. And I think Cole is way, he's a little more reserved. I'm the one that's like... Hi. Yes, in Instagram seven. Yes, and so I think a lot of people just didn't know him. They're like, "Yeah, I mean, he seems great." <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, but you really have to sit down and like have a conversation, spend time to really know Cole. Yeah. So I mean, they were like, "Yeah, sounds great," <laughs> but no, I mean, Chelsea was the funny one. She was like, "What? Colbert's?" <laughs> but yes. Colbert's. Yeah, Colbert's. Colbert's. Tell me about um, how you proposed. So I had, um, I was like, I, I knew when I wanted to do it. Um, I wanted to do it late January. Why? Actually, I, I really didn't have a, a good reason. <laughs> you just knew late I January. Just, I just knew like, uh, January seems good. And so... When I proposed, um, I remember one time I, I got off work and we met um, and hung out on the big bridge in Florence. Yes. And so I had uh, our worship 
pastor at the time. He also does photography on the side. I was like, Josh, I need you to come take some pictures of us getting engaged. We're going to get engaged right here in this spot. What do you think? So he went and scouted the area out. And he was like, yes, this is where it has to be done for me to get the best shot. <laughs> so I'm like going all day. And I'm like, I got to make sure that I'm in that spot. And, and it's just like, I got to make sure that I am in that spot. And on the way to propose, they had, so Alex Gallion was there. Um, and two of the kids that were in my youth group were there and Josh. And there's a little ledge. And I saw their heads poking over this little ledge. And I was, I literally in my head, I'm like, you idiots, hide. <laughs> do not be seen. You know, that's, that's not in the plan. And so, yeah, so I proposed on the front of that bridge. And that was, yeah. that was it. What time of day? Evening? Evening. So we're going to dinner. Going to dinner. Yeah. So right on the way to dinner, we stop. Were you genuinely surprised, Anna, did you know? I knew. <laughs> I very, very much knew. But not not because he gave it away or I saw the ring or none of that. I just, we had talked about like, yeah, we want to get married. Um, the time frame, I was like, it's got to be now. Like, and we were going to the 360 Grill, which is this really nice restaurant. Yes. Um, at the Marriott in Florence. And I was like, there's only a couple reasons you go <laughs> to the 360 Grill. Yeah. And so. Yeah, a wedding, an anniversary, or a proposal. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So uh, we got engaged on the bridge. We were walking down there. And, I mean, I this is how much I knew. We were going to that place that we went and hung out uh, uh, one of our first dates. We were going to the same place. So I knew that. And then... I was looking in the trees and like on the ledges. Like I was looking, <laughs> you were for, looking people. for somebody. Mm-hmm. And then we got down there. And I think you were just, you were so focused on like, I have to get in this one spot. Mm-hmm. That like as soon as we got to the spot, he was like, drop down. <laughs> <laughs> drop down on one knee. Hey, will you marry me? <laughs> and she obviously said yes. Oh, yeah, yep. obviously. And the wedding was in, in May. In May. Yeah, so we got dated engaged and married in less than a year yes you did yeah got it done do you recommend that did it work for you for guys us, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i it think did. you just when you know you know yeah um, absolutely i will say I, I mean even after we got married and i think this probably continues and through your whole marriage you're constantly growing learning more about each other but i think the first few months of marriage we were intentional about like mm-hmm. doing like workbooks and going to conferences and you know really like investing in our marriage because it happened so quick you know we didn't have time to we did premarital counseling that was great Mm -hmm. so I think a lot of that kind of helped us and set us up for success and you are living in Mississippi when you get married you got married in Florence I was at your wedding it was so beautiful And then you lived in Mississippi for a while. What did you do yeah. after you got married? Tell me about the first year of marriage. What was that like? Yeah. It was fun. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, the, I think the first, our first year of marriage, it just flew by. Like it was just so quick. Yeah, and it did. Because it was like our first year of marriage, I moved to, I lived here and she went ahead and moved to Amory mm-hmm. because her lease was up before mine. 
And so I was, I'm a student pastor in Amory, or was a student pastor in Amory. And so moving there in May, it was like, you know, the, the first year of marriage was just, yeah. it was like being in the full swing of youth ministry and it's just, everything happened so fast. Yeah, it really did. We, uh, I moved in in March mm-hmm. or April, March, March, uh, I moved into our house that we're in now. And then Cole moved in, obviously, in May. And then we had already built relationships there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we were, we just stepped right in and took off, you know, in marriage. We had already been in ministry. He got that job the November before we got married. So it wasn't a new position. It was Correct. something you were already We were already doing. kind of settled yeah. into that church. As student mm-hmm. pastors. Now, you're also a dance teacher, aren't you? Was. You yeah. were. Well, we're, we're transitioning to Knoxville, as you know. And so in August, we closed the studio. So we wouldn't have to close it mid-semester. Gotcha. Yeah. But, so you've yeah. taught dance, though, for years yeah. and years and years. For years, yeah. I started dancing when I was three and um, danced all the way through college and then got out of college and uh, when I moved to Hamilton, I took the first two years out of college, or a year and a half and taught dance at multiple studios. I would drive around during the week um, and then got an engineering job. That's what my degree's in. Okay. So um, got an engineering job. A grown-up job. A grown-up job with <laughs> yeah, insurance. And the adulting thing. <laughs> yeah. Benefits. Benefits, yes. yes. And then met Cole. And then we got married I switched jobs right before we got married so I moved into this house switched jobs the next month got married the next month opened a dance studio the next month oh yeah talk about transition so that transition yeah I know all boom, about boom, it. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah yeah honestly at the end of it I realized how stressful it was <laughs> in the middle of it I don't think I did I think I was like well, sometimes just, when you're going through things, you are just in go mode and you don't yeah. think, you're not even thinking about it. You're exactly. just, I've got to get this done. I've got to take care of this. Mm-hmm. We have to do this. And you're not even thinking yeah, until you either crash, right. you know, yeah. um, or you finish, mm-hmm. finish the job. Right. And you go, oh, wow, that was hard. That was hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, marriage alone, that's a huge transition transitioning from dating and living your own life what was Um, the biggest transition for you guys getting married going from single people now you're living in a house together man learning um what home means to each of us Mm -hmm. that was like in one of the workbooks we did it was like what does home mean to you tell me about that what does it mean to you so for me home is where you come and it's light and it's fun and you can laugh and play games and it's very up for me. Yes. For Cole, he enjoys like, it's a very restful place. That's where he comes. He lays down, he reads a book. So that, I mean, that was a very huge adjustment. Yeah. Yeah. For me to understand, like you don't want to be loud and rambunctious with me right now because you've had a long day and this is where you come to unwind. And for me, I feel like my work day is like, when I get done, I have all this energy built up <laughs> yes. that I have to get out. How do you, so, so how do you balance that with you guys being so different with that? Right. So, I mean, just very intentional about 
date nights. Yeah. Very intentional about. So that you can feed her Enneagram 7. Right. <laughs> and take yeah. care of her. Right. Yeah. And then just very, very intentional about, um, I think there's just like, you know, paying attention in marriage, like paying very close attention. And I'm not very, I'm not a very attentive to detail person. Okay. But I, I, I do like observe a lot and pay attention. So I understand like, I understand when it's like Anna needs me to engage. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's, yeah. you're aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I do want to like go and do something and have like an up night, I know that at home it's probably not going to happen. And so I've learned that when we leave, like he can meet me mm-hmm. when we're out of the house, he can like meet me and have fun. And, and then when we go back home, he can like rest and then I'm, I'm good. And you don't feel rejected by him or anything when he's resting because you know that that's right. his what he needs yeah. when he's home yeah very in the beginning, interesting in the beginning i definitely felt rejected and we had lots of like you don't love me <laughs> moments i want to have five yeah you want to take a nap yes you're so... but naps are fun for fives right they yes are. right you need rest and yeah. the the uh there's nothing i call it the you know the the youtube hole and it's like whatever I'm interesting in, interested in at the moment, I'm going to fall into a YouTube hole at some point, or I'm going to be in a book and I'm going to have it read in a day. And yeah. so it's just like I'm reading this book. I'm I'll, all in. I'll be done mm-hmm. in yeah. a minute. <laughs> you know? yeah. So, tell me about some of the books and things you and used to invest in your marriage in the beginning. Are there specific books or things yeah. you can recommend? The um, saving your marriage before it starts is, I think, I think it's every, it's every young couple, every couple should read it because it not only read it, but do the workbooks that comes with it. Mm-hmm. It just brings it. Like I said, the awareness, it brings so much awareness to your marriage rather than um, rather than it just being like you're trying to figure something out. Yeah. It gives you answers. Right. Okay. It, it, it asks the right question. Mm-hmm. So like who's going to think to ask, well, what does home feel like to you? Like mm-hmm. that, that doesn't come up. Right. But when you go through those workbooks, it asks those questions that like reveal a lot. Because I think sometimes we run into a problem and then we try to find a solution to that problem only instead of yeah. let's find out what the solution is or what the answer is before we even have to ask the question. Yeah. Right. So that when it comes up, you guys aren't trying to make a decision based on emotion or where you mm-hmm. are or what the dispute is or the disagreement is. You already yes. know. Oh, we've already read this. Yeah, yeah. This we've already like talked a core about this. Thing. Very mm-hmm. good. I love that. Okay, do you have another book? That one's a number one pick. Yeah, we went to Church of Holland's um, marriage, marriage conference. Okay. And Dr. Les and Leslie Parrott were there. Oh, they are so they are great. Unbelievable. They are, I actually follow them on all of my social media outlets. Yes. I get their email. Yeah. They yeah. are wonderful. They are. And they did, what was it, three sessions? They did three sessions, and then you took, you took a test. You took, like, a big um, personality test, but you took it, it, like, linked you with your partner, like, your, your spouse, and it compared how you deal with things and how you interact with each other, and it... Uh, mm-hmm. 
it gave you like a lot of tools and a lot of like these are going to be your high conflict areas. Like beware, uh, beware for these, or um, these are going to be ways that you can really connect. Mm-hmm. So that's it's so, great. so helpful. It, it also like identifies your like, you know, you obviously have. Um, I think Pastor Casey calls it heated fellowship in marriage. <laughs> yeah. Pastor Casey is one yeah. of our favorite yeah. people. He pastors he Hope Unlimited yeah. in Knoxville, yeah. Tennessee, and he calls it heated fellowship. Heated yeah. fellowship. I've heard him say that in in his talking about marriage before, and uh, I think it it identifies the way you fight. It identifies the way that you um, conflict resolution. Oh right. yeah. And it and yeah. so yes. it's like the there's yes. four types of you are you were one of four types, mm-hmm. um, and it's like this is the way that you are going to go into a confrontation. Yeah. And so be aware that this is how you are, and you know, and how your your spouse is. Mm-hmm. And it's better to see that and read that before you're in heated fellowship. Right. So you're aware. Here right. <laughs> when you're in heated fellowship, you go, we read about this, and yeah. you're like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. 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 No, that's good. So tell me what's next. You guys have some transition. You're moving. Yeah. This is actually your last weekend. This is, yeah. In in the area, you're moving to Knoxville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do there? Well, we're going to be connected with uh, Pastor Casey's church, Hope Unlimited in Knoxville. Um, we're going to be serving there and um, hopefully being an asset and helpful and carrying some weight for them. Yeah. Cause that church is doing amazing. Is right. doing amazing. They are amazing people. They are. Yeah. The church is growing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just got into a permanent building. And do you have a place to live already? Mm-hmm. We do. Yay. We move in on Friday. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I know. Right. It's going to be fun. Are you nervous or excited? Both. Yeah. Definitely both. What are you nervous about? Just, because Not you're having knowing. to change jobs, too. Well, I'll keep my same one. You'll be able to do it still. Mm-hmm. I'll work from home. I was about to say awesome. that's going to be a little bit of a drive. Yeah. But you'll have to do it from home. I'll do it from home, yeah. Anna, that's awesome. I know. It really is. That's amazing. I know. I'm very excited and very thankful that I didn't have to go job hunting and yes. try to do all that at once. Because that's a big thing in transition for people when they move is that whole moving, mm-hmm. finding jobs. You don't have children yet, but it's, you're thinking about plugging them into schools and yeah. churches and right. how's right. this going to affect them. So I love this feels like a really good time for you guys to make this transition. I, I agree. So anything else? What else are we doing? You're yeah. podcasting these days, aren't yeah. you? Uh, uh, the- the cold hard truth. The cold hard truth. <laughs> That's uh, I let I let the fans name that. <laughs> the, people, the people who said that they would listen, they named that. They named it. Uh huh. So what do you talk about on the podcast? I usually talk about just leadership and things of that nature, um, church theology, anything like that. Gotcha. Uh, love all those topics. So yeah. yeah. You know, so I'll be doing that, and also I'll be I'll be working from home as well. So I'll be working with AT and T. Okay. Um, from home, doing doing some stuff for them. That's so. great. Mm-hmm. So you guys are already set with one of the major things you I deal know. with right. in moving. You already have the jobs. You have the house. 
You have the church, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and we know people there already, we so you do. have the community. Right. You guys, it's a win-win. Hoping it's seamless. Yeah. We just jump just up there. Ease right off. on in. I think you will. I think mm-hmm. you guys are going to do great. Thanks for coming by and chatting with us. Yeah. yeah. Thank you fun. so much for having yeah. us. I still can't believe I never knew how Cole and Anna officially got together until today. They listed some great resources for marriage, the book called Saving Your Marriage Before It Starts by Dr. Les Parrott, and actually anything by Drs. Les and Leslie Parrott would be great. I'll throw one of my own recommendations in there, a book by Jimmy Evans called Lifelong Love Affair. Guys, investing in your marriage is absolutely necessary whether you've been married one year or 25 years. If we're not connected yet on social media, let's be friends. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook under the name Melissa Matheson. That's math, like four plus one equals five. I before E, son, S-O-N, as in my 17-year-old son who is making me cry filling out college applications this week. But we'll save that story for another day. Friends, I hope you plan to join us each week on Mondays and Wednesdays as we sit around the table, have a cup of coffee, and talk about... What's next, God?